Hello everyone, this is Rev Brad on the Soccer Chaplains United podcast from the Touchline. Today's podcast is part of our Lesson from Lasso series, so if you're short on time, when you hear that Ted Lasso theme song, you can skip ahead a minute and get right into the pod. Apple TV's Ted Lasso show has been very popular, and a lot of what we see on the screen gives a glimpse of life at a football club. Being around a professional team for some 25 years, I thought I would offer a chaplain's perspective on some of what we see in each episode. There are some great lessons to be learned, whether you're a person of faith or not. You might be an athlete, a coach, or simply a fan of the beautiful game. I think you're going to find a lot of clever and creative wisdom in this series. Thanks for joining us today. Here we go with another lesson from Ted Lasso. He's found the space, and he's found the back of the net. Just a little off foot, thinking he's going to go far post. Not strong enough with his right hand. Whips that one in. Far post, almost made him in, and they have. He has the hat trick. The second in his career. The third of the night. The hat trick hero. Talked about you're not going to be able to sustain that kind of pressure. To the corner. Goes towards the near post. And you're the angle. And what a goal. What a goal. Today's lesson from Lasso is lesson 46, and we're nearing the end of episode 6, season 1. Yes, I know, tonight is the season three premiere for the Ted Lasso show. To be honest, I didn't realize there would be so many little nuggets to commentate on. Maybe it'll go a little bit quicker as I'm trying not to repeat any, but thanks to those of you who are still tracking with me. In today's lesson from Lasso, we see defender Sam Obisana visit owner Rebecca Welton in her office, inviting her to the team's midnight ritual to remove the curse on the team. Rebecca, just prior to Sam's entrance, has been perseverating on the recent news of her ex-husband linking up with a new young woman who has the same name. The dodgy newspaper article reads, New face, same man. Rebecca, needless to say, isn't too high on herself right now and is languishing under this new-slash-old story of her ex-husband and his dalliances with other women. Sam's entry into the office is a bright spot. He asks if Rebecca has any plans for the evening, and when his pre-invitation gets mistaken as maybe romantic in nature, Sam embarrassingly covers and mentions that Rebecca likely gets many romantic invitations because of her beauty. It's a genuine compliment, not misogynistic, not with any ulterior motives. It's an innocent remark to which Rebecca, under her breath, comments about her feeling under her own kind of curse. Sam leans into the invitation for the evening and reminds Rebecca that this is her team and she really ought to go. As I watch this scene unfold, it seems that Rebecca has a bit of change in her heart and spirit. First, there's an important aspect to which she has been seen by Sam. No matter one's station or place in life, there are some fundamental pieces that fire off in our brains as we interact with people and places. Our brains ask this initial question, am I safe? This is followed closely on by this next question of, am I loved? Or closely related, am I known? Sam, in this interaction, answers those questions positively toward Rebecca, and it makes a tremendous difference in Rebecca's day and life at this moment. In this is a principle that I feel we ought to dive deeper into, and that is this. Sometimes we need others to believe in us, or to believe for us, as I will soon explain. To illustrate this beyond Ted Lasso, there's an account of Jesus healing a paralyzed man. You can read the full story in the Gospel of Mark, chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. The story, if you don't know it, a paralyzed man is brought to Jesus to be healed. 
the crowds around Jesus are so much that they can't get to him. He's inside a house teaching everyone's around him. They can't get through. They end up going through the roof of the house where Jesus is teaching and speaking, and they literally dig through the roof and lower their friend down to Jesus, essentially going to great lengths and, and even a great cost. Think, I mean, likely they're going to have to fix or repay uh, or repair the roof damage. The story told in the Gospels of Matthew and Luke as well, all affirm this particular phrase though. Each author says, when Jesus saw their faith, their faith, and not the paralyzed man's faith, his friend's faith, it's then that Jesus speaks words of forgiveness and heals the man. To be clear, each account notes that Jesus commends or notices the faith of the friend's It is the friends who bring the man. He's unable to come on his own. I wonder even if I get to meet him someday, I'm going to ask him, were you resistant? Did you not really want to go? It's the friend's perseverance, their persistence that gets Jesus's attention. It's their belief that metaphorically carries the disabled man. In football and in life, I find that we often need this. We need a stretcher crew to carry us in the spaces and moments of life we cannot get somewhere ourselves. I'm not speaking physically either. I'm talking about spiritual, mental, emotional. Sometimes, many times, most times, we cannot pull ourselves out of the muck and mire of our own situation, our own selves, despite what any modern day self-help book or sage might say. As the Ted Lasso show goes on, we'll see Rebecca and others as they come alongside of one another to help each other with their own personal pains. Whether the pain of divorce or rejection or any of a number of losses, There is no Ted Lasso character who can stand as an island unto themselves. So let me ask you, who is on your stretcher crew? Can you name four or five others whom you trust with your deepest, darkest pains? Who carries you when you cannot go on? Who carries you unto Jesus even? Perhaps the truth really is that not just sometimes, but all the time, we need others to believe in us and to help carry us when we are paralyzed by things in this life. Well, thanks for listening to this lesson from Ted Lasso. This is Reb Brad coming to you from the Touchline.